Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the Taxi Centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only. Just really proud of the players. So it's uh, it's a difficult place to come to and um, yeah, I thought the boys were brilliant. When you lose against your direct opponent for the race, you make it more difficult. It's not over, but you know this result uh, makes it more difficult for us. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Barry Ferguson and Simon Donnelly. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! Well, we were with you yesterday, lunchtime, Barry Ferguson, John Hartson and myself. So Simon Donnelly, you join us as Celtic go six points clear, six games to go after the 2-1 win yesterday. How close is your old team to being champions again? Massively. Uh, what, what a result for them yesterday. I really felt, we, we talked about it in the show last week, I felt Rangers had to win the game. Uh, a draw wouldn't even have been good enough, I don't, I don't believe. Celtic have taken a massive step towards it. Six points clear, I think 15 goals better off as well. I can't see them slipping up now. They cannot lose it? Is that what I you think? think? The so. manager says it's only three points, but that's probably it the right only thing three to points, do. But, yep. And they will be focused, but the, the way the games fall as well, if they get a result next week uh, at home against St. Johnston, they, they, they would be nine points clear. The pressure would be on Rangers, but I really feel with the result yesterday, it's, it's going towards Celtic. Barry, it was a lot in the game yesterday, wasn't it? It was a good game to watch. Okay, if you were a neutral, if there's such a thing. You've thought about it overnight and, you know, you're not giving up yet for Rangers. They still have to go and try and win these last six games. Well, I did say a number of weeks ago, Rangers had to win every single game if they wanted to retain the title. Um, And obviously, with that loss yesterday, look, if I'm being honest, it's going to be really difficult. It's Celtics to lose for me. But, look, the Rangers manager, you'll hear him in his interview later on. The Rangers players, you, you, you can't possibly say it's over. You, you you can't. You've got to keep going and hope at some stage Celtic slip up. But if you're asking my honest opinion, it looks very unlikely that Celtic will slip up with six games to go. Um, and it was a massive result yesterday uh, for Celtic. It was a game I enjoyed, to be honest with you. I thought it was played at a real good tempo. Um, and as I said yesterday, Paul, I thought in the second half, Celtic, defended their box the best I've seen them all season Do you know it's happening again in 13 days okay it's different but the cup is massive for both teams Celtic could be going for the treble Rangers uh, going for the first cup away from the league in what 11 years or so we've got tickets to give away this week here on the Go Radio Football Show Uh, we've teamed up with CSD Air Condition to give one lucky Rangers fan one lucky Celtic fan a pair of tickets so we'll have someone on in just over half an hour and then someone in the second hour these will be gold dust won't they Simon it'll be for the first time in a long time we'll have it 50-50 yeah, yeah, and I think that will bring something to the occasion as well. But it's another massive game uh, between the two. I think they're coming thick and fast, obviously, with the one yesterday. But yeah, another incentive for both. You know, Rangers haven't won the cup for a, a number of years. And as you say, Celtic could potentially be going for a domestic treble, which 
is incredible, you know, the, the, the turnaround from last year. The Simon Donnelly household, how were you watching? I know you were listening into Go Radio as well at the same well, time. Rangers started at 100 yeah, miles an hour. The, the household wasn't too enamoured with how the game started, uh, I can assure you, but Aaron Ramsey's I'd goal barely in three sat minutes. Yep. myself down when, when Rangers got off to a great start. Uh, and Celtic were reeling. You know, they were, they were feeling it, I thought, at the beginning. Uh, I spoke to Fergie before we came on here. I think they just got to go at the right time just to settle them down. And then they grew into the game, you know, and, and obviously went in at half-time ahead. But, you know, Rangers went for it at the start and it's, I think it's a credit to Celtic. They dug in yesterday and they showed that defensive side. Uh, they're more than capable. That's, as Fergie's touched on there, I think that's the best I've seen Celtic. And they had to in the second half, I think it was 40-odd crosses coming into the box. And the centre-back pairing, who at times, particularly Starfield, has been criticised. I thought the two of them were excellent. You can tell he was on the TV last night. He's got all the stats, 42 crosses 42, into incredible. the box. Barry, that was a crucial, wasn't it? Celtic coming back so quickly. Because Rangers could have been two up in five minutes. Yeah, look, it was the, the dream start. No doubt about it. After three minutes, going a goal up. Um, but I always believe, I don't know what Sid thinks, I think you're, you're most vulnerable when you score a goal. Mm. Um, and the key to Celtic was that they replied... Um, really quickly I think if it went on we were speaking all fair if it went an extra 5 or 10 minutes because Celtic were starting a wee bit they were they were slacking possession at times they were letting Rangers come on to them we were obviously playing out for the back um, but they got the goal at the right time but that's a sign of a, a good team you, you should know that and as I said that I think I think the Rangers players and the Rangers manager you heard them in his interview disappointed with both goals Um Callum McGregor, listen, it was a great driving run from him, but I think you could stop him. I think Bassey could take the foul, take your medicine, go in and defend the, the set piece, but he allowed Callum McGregor into the box. And then obviously the goal came for that. And then the second one defensively, again, I think they've got to be stronger. Um, but as I said, it was a must win for Rangers yesterday. If they, they had any chances, he, he wanted to retain mm -hmm. the league title. And now you need to rely on other teams. Um, doing you a favour which I, I never like doing either Do you think Celtic will drop points? Let's say St Johnson this weekend At this moment in time no it doesn't look like no. it No Simon back to your household then so three minutes Rangers <laughs> are one up Aaron Ramsey took it well yeah. and then just two three minutes later what about the job Barry mentioned him the skipper the Celtic captain Callum no, McGregor driving forward yeah. lost what three players Yeah it was really a positive play from Callum he can travel really quick with the ball at his feet and he takes two or three of them out of the equation and then all of a sudden you're in the box and it's danger you can't take him out then you know talking about trying to stop him before that but he gets into the box and he's stretching but he still manages to pick out Rogic and then a wee bit fortunate you know it falls to Atati yeah. I think McGregor would look to do better with the, the initial shot and it falls to Rogic you know who does not panic in that situation and all of a sudden it's, it's one each and I, I do think after that that settled Celtic because it'd been some start from Rangers. Will Alan McGregor be a wee bit disappointed that he couldn't hold it or palm it right out of the way instead of... Yeah, I think with, with Griggs's high, high standards, yeah, I think he'll be maybe looking at it and think it could have pushed it further out. But I, I keep going back to the first phase of it. Yeah. You can stop Callum McGregor from running mm. and sometimes you've got to take one for mm. the team. You've got to just foul them. Yeah and go in and, and defend it. So there was, um, uh, that's where I think the Rangers manager's coming from. Disappointing that letting a player of Callum McGregor's quality travel that distance. And then once he travels into the box, 
you're walking in eggshells because if you touch somebody now, there's a, a possibility of, of a penalty. Um, mm. So, yeah, the two goals, I think, are really avoidable for Rangers' point of view. But when you go that goal up, as I said, I think you're all, that's when you're at the most vulnerable. Um, when you go the goal up, sometimes you think, well, right, we're on top here. But a sign of a good team is the hit back quickly. And Celtic did that. And when they got that goal in seven minutes, I felt at that stage it did settle them down a bit because I thought they looked really edgy mm. at the start of the game. Here's the manager, Ange Postacoglu, saying, yep, it's a massive win. Yeah, massive. Um, yeah, just really proud of the players. Uh, it's a difficult place to come to and they got off to a great start and you kind of know in those kind of conditions everything's in their favour. Uh, it's going to take a massive effort for us to turn it around and uh, yeah, I thought the boys were brilliant. It's three points, mate. You know, it's three points and there's another three points we've got to get next week and uh, we'll just keep accumulating them till, uh, till it means something. 0808 17, 17 700, you know the number, the Go Radio Football Show. Glasgow's own Go Radio with the Taxi Centre. Simon Donnelly, former Celtic star, Rangers legend, Barry Ferguson, and taking loads of your calls. We're on the socials as well. And remember, you can win tickets to the Derby a week on Sunday at Hamden, at Rangers against Celtic. So, Ange Postacoglu, you heard both sides of him there. He was saying massive win. <laughs> but by the end of the interview, he was like, was just, just three points. points. Yeah. 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 What, what can you say about this guy? He's been fantastic. He really has. Uh, I, I like, I like the way he talks. I like the way he's went about this this job. His recruitment has been first class, Paul. You know, I think a lot of the players. I think the only one was Jackie Marcus kind of catching up late, uh, but he's he's brought something to the party as well. But the, the recruitment has been fantastic. You've got a Celtic team on the on the part now, full of energy, exciting to watch, uh, lots of goals. And as I say, that I think the real plus probably for him yesterday will be looking at that other side of the performance when maybe backs to the wall a wee bit and having to defend, which you have to do, especially when you're going to your rivals. Uh, sometimes you have to defend, and and they did it really well yesterday. Barry's his head screwed on, hasn't he? Postacoglu, he speaks yeah, well. I think Privately, in a dark room himself, I think he'll be thinking to himself, I'm close now. Um, but you, you can't. Listen, he's he's playing the game. He, he's been um, playing to the media that, listen, it's only three points. But they know they're a, they're a step closer with that victory because um, they go six points ahead. And what, what's the goal difference now? 15? 15, yeah. Which is, which is a fair margin at, at this moment in time. But yesterday's result was... Um, was a big step forward for Celtic and as I said I think if you listen to Gio's interview I think if you listen to any media pundit they were all in the opinion that if Rangers wanted to try and retain the title they had to win that game yesterday um, look you can never give up you never mm. know <laughs> football springs yep. up some crazy surprises at times but the way that Celtic are, are motoring just now in terms of the wins they've got under their belt doesn't look to me they're going to lose two games. You didn't expect that yesterday, did you? I, I was confident that Rangers, listen, I'm honest, if I, I think yep. that Celtic were going to come and, and win the game, I would say that. I did fancy Rangers. I thought it was going to be really close. Mm. And obviously with the start, I'm thinking to myself, right, here, here we go. Um, but sometimes you've got to give the opposition credit. And as I said, I've seen Celtic play better. Mm. But defensively... Um, I thought they were absolute rock solid. Every ball that came into the box, it seemed to me that Carter Vickers was in the end yet, um, heading that away. Let's take some calls before it though. Let's hear from GVB. Does that make it more frustrating because it was a very good start? Yeah, we started well the way we wanted. Score uh, an early goal and uh, 
Well, it, it has to give you confidence and to get in the game. I think we started really well, but I think the 1-1, it was, um, you know, of course, a big blow. I mean, because we were playing so well in the first uh, attack they had, uh, they scored. So that um, that was tough to take. Also, the second goal we had in the, in the first half against us. Uh, second half, we, we tried to push and, and tried to create chances. I think we played almost the whole second half in their half. But uh, you always know, you know, with a transition moment, there will be dangerous. But you know, we also created some um, some good chances to get the equaliser. But in the end, uh, we failed. So Rangers uh, European quarter final on Thursday in Portugal. But before that, let's go on the lines. Uh, Derek, a Rangers fan, is on. Good evening, Derek. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, panel. Uh, do you think if Celtic uh, beat Rangers in the cup in Easter Sunday, and Broncos might be done for as the Rangers manager? Barry. No, I I, I can't see that, Derek. No way. Can't see it. But do you do you think that? Well, there are rumblings from certain sections of the fans that seem not to like him for some reason. Uh, I would give him a, a chance to build the team. I wasn't a Gerard fan. I think mm-hmm. Gerard left a lot of dross behind, a lot of poor signings. Uh, and defensively again yesterday Barry mm-hmm. yeah, well, I, I think Derek he's only, he's only had one window obviously in January um, and we all know what January's like it's a tough window I think some the summer's massive um, for Gio um, speaking to him last week he real, realises that as well there's some players that he wants to to extend contracts and obviously he's looking at um, he's identified players that can make Rangers stronger and better so there's no doubt in my mind Gio will be the manager at the start of next season Derek Derek, what do you feel? I would give him to, to obviously, I think, did it stop November? Uh, uh, the football for the World Cup. I would give him till then. But the unfortunate thing <coughs> is, there are certain fans don't seem to like him, do they? There are a rumbling of certain members of the fans that have been on his back for a... Mm-hmm. And I think, I think uh, coming to Sunday, if Celtic, because technically then that would be 15 trophies out of possible 18. Mm-hmm. I don't think that would be acceptable. And yet, look at the performance, Derek, in Europe, and you've got a quarter final. You're, you're the favourites to go through to at least the semis. But fans look at narrow-minded yep. fans look yep. at Scottish football and don't see a bigger picture. Yep. I would, I, I wouldn't sack him, but the problem he's got that a, a certain number of fans don't seem mm. to like him for some reason. And they've been on his back now for a number of weeks. I think they're seeing it a 13 point turnaround. Some of them see the Celtic manager as a 10 pot manager, dare I say. Some managers don't rate him and they think he should be beating him convincingly. Mm-hmm. I just think defensively, Rangers have been very poor all season. Simon, what's your take? Yep. Undone by the first goal. I think Bassey should have chopped him in the halfway line. Yeah, I agree with you Derek I, yeah. I said that um, there's quite a few people who have mentioned about mm-hmm. Alan McGregor could he have yep. parried it further out but I'm with you Derek I think um, the first phase of it when Callum McGregor starts driving with the ball sometimes you've got to just take a fill Derek and get in that box and defend the set piece defend the free kick Simon what would you say to Derek Rangers fans saying that some of the Rangers fans if they don't win the cup semi-final a week on Sunday then the manager's time would be up I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think that at all, Paul. To be honest, I, th- I think we've spoke about it in the show before, where he's found himself coming into a challenge where Rangers were at the top of the table. Mm. He, he, the first transfer window, so Ange had already had his first transfer mm. window, and he was 
working with players and he knew the targets for January. So I think, you know, he was further ahead in, in his job. And I think the summer will be very important at Rangers. Obviously, Gio would have been hoping on the back of winning the league again. Uh, but at this particular moment, that doesn't look as if that's going to be the case. But it's still a big one for him. Uh, it's difficult. I mean, many times, the Rangers and Celtic, it kind of blows hot and cold who's, yeah. who's, who's, who's winning. You know, and, and second is nowhere in this city. We all know that. So he knows. He Gio knows how big a summer it is for him. He knows now the strength and weaknesses his squad, uh, and I firmly believe that he's he knows he knows the club inside out. Yeah, I seen that last week. I hadn't seen him for a long time. Mm. Spent a bit of time with him, uh, and he totally convinced me that he's the, the right man for the job. And he knows how big a summer mm. it is. He he knows where he needs to strengthen to make them better. Um, and I think the Rangers board will 100% give him that time to go and do that Barry what would you say to Derek who said he wasn't impressed by the Steven Gerrard squad do you identify people well every manager's got yeah. different um, different ways of managing and Gio's maybe come in um, as, I, as I said and, and looked at it and think right at there's certain areas where I think we can get better mm-hmm. that's always going to happen you're not going to get a manager like Steven Gerrard and Gio come in and, and think oh this squad is perfect Managers want to put their own mark on the, the team and the squad and that's what Gio um, would have loved to have done in January but January is so difficult, <coughs> so difficult. I think summer, I, I think in the summer it it'll be the, big. He's he already identified, said what, what he needs. He wasn't long in the, the door either so you've, you've no. got to give yourself a bit of time to of see what's there and, and how he rates the players. Derek, what about uh, the fans today? I see some of them asking about Ross Wilson and the recruitment over the past couple of years. You know, you mentioned you're not crazy about the squad they inherited. Uh, I don't think you can just blame Ross uh, Wilson. I think you've got to look at the board that they didn't back the manager under Gerrard when maybe they had a chance to get to the Champions League. They should be beating teams like Malmo to get to the Champions League. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think like signing Sands and maybe Ramsey will come good but the, the last two transfer windows have been very poor Bakuna Lundstrom yep. uh, Wright with, uh, Simpson Simpson yes all not good enough Etten all, yeah. uh, and, and if you look McGregor will probably not be there next season Golson Balligan uh, Davis Huge uh, summer all them will probably mm-hmm. be away and that, but that could be and a good thing doesn't rate yeah. He obviously doesn't write, write a written. Yeah. That's another yeah. one that basically written as well. Barry, threat or an opportunity for the manager? It's an opportunity yeah. to put his own stamp on mm-hmm. it. I mean, Derek's just rhymed off um, some some real good players there. McGregor, what's <laughs> going to, we don't know what's going to happen to Griggs A. Devil, we don't know what's going to happen with, with Devil. Connor Golson, clearly still not signed his contract. And then other players that said, Itton, he came back, played a couple of games. I've not seen him since. Um, and other players, Jack Simpson, no been involved. Um, Scott Wright, no been involved. But the only issue you've got there is these guys are on contracts. Yeah. It's not as easy to get them out when they're, they're on two and three year deals. Um, but listen, I know, I know Gio, uh, the summer is going to be massive and I think you'll see a big turnaround in the squad. Derek, thanks for calling. The phones are red hot. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! go, 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 go. 
Thanks, Chris, for the traffic and travel. Loads of calls coming in 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Remember, in the next 20 minutes or so, you could be in the draw. Well, you are in the draw for... Celtic and Rangers tickets for the Scottish Cup semi-final. Celtic winning 2-1 yesterday. We'll talk about all the games as well in the Premiership and in the Championship as well, where no change at the top. Uh, let's go back on the lines. First of all, Gary is on from the Gorbals, a Celtic fan. Good evening, Gary. How are you doing, Paul? Yep, how are you? We're Not good, too thank bad. you. Just getting, my, just getting my voice back. Yeah, you've, uh, you lost it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, too, too, much, too much singing and celebrating. For you, what do you think then? Are you, like the manager saying, still six to go and you're not counting your chickens yet or do you think it's all over? To be honest, I was on I was on the show on Friday talking to the guys and, and to be honest, I did say if we won in Sunday that the, the league's done. I don't see Rangers coming back from it. Personally, I still don't see them coming back from it but I think um, the, the main thing is to, to obviously get the job done you know, because obviously 18 points still to play for. Uh, another derby game left at Celtic Park so you know it's it's all about Callum and the boys and Ange you know um, getting the heads down winning against St Johnson at Celtic Park and then obviously going from there Yeah because if there was any slip up against St Johnson Rangers suddenly <clears throat> think Simon you know there's another game at Celtic Park in a few weeks time Yeah I mean listen it's a huge step yesterday going to Ibrox and getting the three points to, to, to open that gap to six it's, it's massive for the club but They'll be professional. We've got six games to go. He will not let their standards drop. Uh, and I think they play St. Johnson before Rangers get the, the yep. chance to mm. play their game on the Sunday because of Europe commitments. But I think that I think they'll be focused. They're on an incredible run domestically, Celtic. You know, that's 30-plus games without defeat. Yep. And in all competitions, yeah. yeah. And they're, 26. They're and looking uh, strong. They've almost got their full... Compliment back, I think Forrest and Kyogo were the only two missing yesterday. Mm. So I don't see Celtic slipping up at all. Kyogo, we didn't hear him mentioned at all. He was for no. a few days, but uh, maybe that was a bit of psychology. Uh, Gary, who stood out for you for Celtic? Um, for me, obviously, I think man in match was big. Carter Vickers, you know, absolutely solid. Um, I think he had, I think he, he got his head to most things. I think he won about five, five aerial balls out of eight, eight, and especially in the second half. And as Simon says, you know, so many crosses went into the box yesterday, especially in the second half. I think I was heading most of them away in the pub, to be honest. Um, but it's it's just, you know, I thought Carter Vickers, I thought Rogic makes the game look so easy. And I think, I, I read a stat yesterday, I don't know if it's true, it says that Tom Rogic has now scored more goals at Ibrox in this fixture than any Rangers player since in the last 10 years. OK, we'll check that one. Barry... Cameron Carter Vickers. Yeah, you mentioned him earlier. He was with uh, 20 minutes to go. Yeah, I says 20 minutes to go. He's he was a man mountain. Mm. And I said at the start of the season he, he was he started off okay, but I think each month has went on, he's got better and better. Um yeah, and he was a standout player by a by a country mile yesterday for me. Um not just defensively, which he was rock solid. I thought on the ball as well, he showed real good composure. And now the question is, what is it, eight or nine million pound? Mm. Is Celtic going to go and pay that? Well, with that type of performance yesterday, um, I'm sure the Celtic fans will be desperate for Celtic to go and do that. Gary, what would you do if you were the manager or the chief exec in the board? What would you say to them? Um, I, I just think that the, the deal, from what I'm hearing anyway, that the, the, there is a deal in place to sign them for about five and a half million, um, which on on the look at it is, is an absolute snip, an absolute mm. bargain. 
Um, you know, I think him and Jota will sign permanent deals in the summer. I think it was based on a lot. It was based on whether they were going to get over the line and, and win this league. And obviously, you know, if that happens in the next couple of weeks, then uh, I think those will be the first two signings of the summer. Well, it could be Champions League. Stay with us, Gary. Here's Willie, a Rangers fan on the line as well. Good evening, Willie. Hello there, guys. Hey, I'm just saying, came out roof. How did he finish that game? If Barry Ferguson captain at top time, who would you have said he came out roof at half time, Barry? Barry, were you surprised that he played all the way? Came out roof? Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, he wasn't getting much change out of Carter Vickers or Starfield. Um, and that's the worry. Look, this is the thing I was worried about with obviously Morelos been missing. And he was. Yeah, you know, he's, look, there's no doubt he, he's a massive miss, Morelos. Um, but I, I, I like Kemar Roof, but he'd won the games where the two centre-backs, and especially Carter Vickers, um, had won his best games um, as, a, as a Celtic player. I did think at some stage that he maybe have put Sakala through the middle um, yeah. to try and stretch the, the two Celtic centre-backs. So I was surprised at that, Willie. Willie? I have, have time maybe I I say Roof's come back out again I don't believe it what, what did you think at the beginning Willie though three four minutes gone did you think it was going to be a... uh, uh, t- t- time up time up <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a long a long uh, injury time for you there uh, Willie right, here is the question then is there a way are your team going to retain the title is there any way you can win it no no, and you've been no. watching Rangers for decades. I remember you were on a few weeks ago. No, you don't think there's any way. But Barry says, I mean, he remembers the years when... You know, yeah, look, you, you've got to live in a bit of hope. Yeah. But I, I if you're asking my, my honest opinion, I can't see Celtic losing two games. I know there's one old firm game. Mm-hmm. That's possibly Rangers can go there and, and win, but I can't see them losing. Yeah, that that game yesterday was massive. Yeah. Yeah. Let me bring back Marvin Andrews, be a believer. <laughs> yeah he was he's a big believer yeah and uh, what about Thursday night we'll go back to Gary in a minute but uh, I mean you've got a European quarter final this could be massive for Rangers it doesn't look as though you're going to get the 35 million in the Champions League so I say about the start Paul Europe Scottish Cup mm-hmm. great but the league's the, the number league, one sure but I think if you ask any fans they're the same but they're going to need money to reinvest in the team for they GVB are, they are because yeah. I think it's going to be a massive summer for, for Gio mm. um, and he knows that I think he needs to go and strengthen that squad Willie Braga Braga without Morelos got to be tough yep need, need Morelos but he's not he's not he's not come back the season, season's over that's it it's over for him and that is bad news Willie thanks very much for calling Gary back to you in fact Willie you're still there well, yes. having been around for a long time, the bottle, we heard it in the news there, I see uh, the politicians are speaking about it as well. <clears throat> you just thought the first half, um, we had three goals, That's it looked true. as though it was going to be more in the second half, and then suddenly you see you know, Joe Hart calling them over and had to go. Disgraceful. What, what would you say, Willie, to Dis- people? Disgraceful, disgraceful. How many years, how many years have it been since they all drinking in the stadiums? It's been too long. People are still doing it, but they did Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, Willie's got it spot on. Spot on. Willie, thanks very much for calling. Gary, that was taken away from it as well. I mean, you know, the shards of glass there could. Yeah, it's not right. Listen, and it's on Joe Hart's goal mouth, right? But forget about Joe Hart. What about the other players? See if somebody slides on that. What a serious injury that could be. Mm. It's ridiculous. It's it's not right. um, And I'm sure, listen, Rangers have come out today. And they're trying their best to <coughs> yep. um, find the, the culprit. I, I don't like seeing it. I, I don't like it. And um, 
It's the, the side of the game that see, I, I that hate. Ki- see where that kind of thing at any stadium with mm. the cameras and the security in stadiums. Sh- surely that should be quite easy to identify mm. somebody launching, you would think so. launching yeah. a bottle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll find them. Is it hard to they'll call out them. somebody? You know, if you saw it, then I know Rangers are saying, please get in touch with them yeah. because of it. Because it took away from it. People were watching everywhere. I mean, yeah, I, heard... I mean, see, it's broken. Like, get yeah. on the grass. I'm surprised it's broken. It must have hit the bar or something. Aye. You said that's that. Got your... sure. I said that at the time as yeah, well. It's got your fit yeah. that. But that's. Um... And the Celtic. Celtic... It's dangerous. I don't like seeing it. I thought the game was played at a real high tempo and two teams were having a right pop at each other. There was a, some, a few tasty moments in the game, but that kind of stuff. And we should say about the Celtic, one of the backroom team uh, who was hit by, we Mm. think, a bottle and required stitches. So everyone, it's abhorrent. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I think somebody said at the time as well, it's our our big game. It's our big Mm. showpiece game. Everybody's watching it. Yeah. Well, I heard Danny Murphy this morning with uh, our friend Jim. Jim White was on, spoke to him this afternoon. Danny Murphy said his man of the weekend, Gary, was CCV, the American star, Cameron Carter-Vickers. Gary, how good is he? I know we talked about him a moment or two ago, but he, he is a re- revelation. Yeah, I mean, do you know what? It's, it's you know, t- I'll touch on the, the ball in a minute, yeah. but it's Carter Vickers, you know, I, I don't see him getting, I think much like the Patrick Roberts scenario at Man City, do you know, and I don't see him getting into that, that first team, um, it's whether it's Antonio Conte, it's in yeah. charge next season. I don't see him in charge. Uh, I don't see him in that team, rather. So, his place is very much at Celtic where I think he's adored by the fans. He's he's solid at the back. He, he's a no-nonsense defender and he's capable of a goal or two kind of thing. He's best best um, best return of the season with, with four goals. Um, he, his fourth goal this season yesterday. Here he is speaking about the goal. Bit lucky probably. If you, if you, if you watch it back, you know, I kind of ricocheted off about two, three people fell to me and I just, I, obviously I just shot and it, it, luckily it went in. But, but yeah, obviously, yeah, massive goal. Uh, massive goal for our season and keep going. That's a great American accent there, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> London. And yeah, you uh, see, yeah. look, I've said it many times, he's certainly impressed me. Mm-hmm. Um, he, since the turn of the year, I think he's got better and better. Um, and he's, um, he's one that I'm sure... The Celtic fans will be desperate for Celtic to get signed up in a long-term contract because, you know, you come up here, you have a good season or two, you sign them for, I think Gary says, I thought it was eight million quid, but mm. Gary says five and a half million quid, whatever it is, you come up here and you do really well, you're looking at doubling that and selling them on. You're just pushing the price up for Celtic, aren't you? Yeah. Because they sure don't say five. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> yeah, I no, think he's worth about 15. You know, um, there's not many games left now in the league, so you know every, every three points is massively important and obviously today was a big one for us. Big one for Celtic. Simon Donnelly's here, Barry Ferguson. And Gary, final word from you then. Uh, yeah, obviously you wanted to say about the, the bottles thrown in the pitch and also the Celtic backroom staff member who required stitches. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure who it was that, that, that got hit by the missile, but obviously what I was going to say at the start of the, at the start of the call was obviously I thought it was a great advert for Scottish football in terms of the football that was played on the park because mm-hmm. it felt like a proper derby for the first time in years. There was some meaty challenges, penalty shouts, goals, drama right up to the final whistle. Um, and it does take away from the game because, unfortunately, we're reading in the, the papers today um, due to a, a minority of the, of the Rangers fans, some some idiots you know, that, that decide it's, it's OK to do that. It's, it's the, most, it's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen, probably in a football pitch, because as you say, it could have been Rangers fans, uh, Rangers players, sorry, yeah. that, that were hot, um, you know, in the box with the shards of glass kind of thing. But thankfully, obviously, they got they got the most yeah. of the glass um, off the pitch, and nobody was hurt. 
Yep. Ange Postacoglu, your manager, called them idiots. There should be respect. I mean, there's, you support your team, absolutely, but it's um, it's embarrassing. It's beyond embarrassing. Gary, um, right, so the title, not there yet, but you're doing everything you can to win it. And um, What about the Scottish Cup game a week on on Sunday? Yeah, you could win yeah, tickets. Yeah, is, is it going to be a treble or do you hate that kind of talk at this point? Um, we're obviously into the business end of the season now. You know, there's only a handful of games. Um, I, I love the Scottish <coughs> Cup. I was grown up to love the Scottish Cup because it's a showpiece event. It's the last game of the season usually. Um, you know, and, and I've always loved getting into the Scottish Cup final. League Cup final, not so bothered about. Um, but that's already in the bag. I think it'll be a different uh, a different event because uh, of the, the, the difference in the league. Now, the points difference in the league, I think Rangers nines will go into Braga and they'll go into the Scottish Cup in a couple of weeks. Um, but I think if we play like we played um, yesterday with a bit more attacking intent and a bit more clinical finishing, um, because I think that let us down in, in pieces yesterday. If we can be a bit more clinical, um, I can see us being in the Scottish Cup final. Simon, um, Gary said, you know, Rangers might have their eye on Europe. Mm. I think Rangers will come into this giving it everything. It's yeah, like the, the Cup final. Oh, the semi-final. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100% because they've, they've, they've obviously came out of yesterday's game uh, second best in terms of the points. They're now looking as if you know, the title's going towards Celtic. This is another huge one for them. And and we said at the, the start of the show, they've not been particularly successful in the Scottish Cup for a while, which is incredible for size of yep. club Rangers are. So that'll be a big one again. Uh, and I, I, another good spectacle. As I say, yesterday, I think both sets of players served up a good viewing for us all. Uh, it was a, a, a tasty, a meaty affair with some clashes. There was a lot of talking instances. I think the semi-final will be the same again. You know, when these games come close proximity as well, and then you've got the one when the split at Celtic Park, they're going to be big games. Barry, you and everyone at Rangers will be desperate to get to the Scottish Cup final and to win it. Yeah, I mean, of course. Uh, they need to, they've got some. It's still a big April mm. yesterday. Um, that's, that's a body blow yesterday, no doubt about it, no two ways about it. Body blow. Now Celtic are in pole position, and for me it's Celtics they throw away. Now you've got Europa League in the Scottish Cup um, but I really enjoyed the game I thought it was played at a real good tempo I've seen better football but the meaty challenges as Sid says there was a few ding-dongs that's what Ryan Jack and Gikamakis no yeah, love lost that, there yeah but that's that's what it's all about I, I, I don't mind that as long as there's no like, ridiculous over the top tackles. and, and the, game was, the game was alive right to the, the death the mm. way it was going you know it was it, it, it must have been quite nervy for supporters watching it as well you know Rangers were pushing towards the end so there was nothing guaranteed until that final whistle final question before the break Willie Collum do, did he do okay for you Barry what did you think the referee well I thought he I thought yep. he had a good game mm-hmm. Willie Collum yep and um, there was an instance in the Celtic box aye it was was quite aggressive wasn't he he grabbed he grabbed I thought he had a good game yesterday <laughs> Um, people are going on about the, the instances in terms of yeah. the penalties but again he needs VAR it's, it's, the pace of that game yesterday mm. was a throwback for me 100 mile an hour stuff that's what you expect in an old firm game Gary thanks for calling Simon you were happy with the yeah, referee yeah. as well speak to you soon The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda Toyota Ford Seat and more Let's go, go, go.
So if you're going eastbound on the M8 tonight, you're partially blocked with slow traffic due to a broken down car at Junction 21 and the M74 Junction 1. You're also queuing just after that between the M77 Interchange and Charing Cross. If you're going westbound, you're looking busy passing Townhead and you're also looking slow through the roadworks between Junction 30 for Erskine Bridge and 31 for Lang Bank. And just remember, you've got lanes closed in both directions of the M8 through the average speed cameras and roadworks, and that's between Junction 27 for Paisley and Renfrew and 24 for Govan. You're looking slow on the Clydeside Expressway on the approach to the M8 Merge. Anderson Cross you've got some congestion on Gars Cube Road and Maryhill Road and in the south side tonight you're slow on Langside Avenue at Queen's Park looking at your public transport you've got possible delays in Scotrail between Glasgow Queen Street and Malague due to 20 mile per hour speed restrictions on some areas of the track for heavy rain but just as always please check your routes before you travel tonight and you can find the very latest travel updates at thisisgo.co.uk Thank you Chris Go Radio Football Show, the Monday evening edition. It's always really busy after an old firm game, a Glasgow derby. Take it whichever way you want. I'm not really that bothered, Barry. What it is, it's Rangers Celtic. Yeah, well, I went Celtic in did yeah, you? You could have got up hours. to Malig there. That's a lovely spot in yeah. the West Coast. I was yeah. thinking, did you have a quiet night afterwards yesterday? Took yeah, it easy. I was, um, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was quiet. But listen, yeah. that's that's the way it is. Um, I was I was really nervous before the game. Yeah. I, I don't know what Sid gets like. I, I was like that when I was a. Uh, when there's a player um, and the same when you're obviously ready to watch it you're really nervous um, so yeah it was a a big body blow yesterday for Rangers no doubt about it and now as I said Celtic are in the the front seat Simon were you nervous before how are you before a match now that you're not playing uh, I think it's worse now back. I think it's worse now I Is think yeah, yeah. I think because you can't do it you're, you're just a fan like everybody else but yeah. I, th- I think the second half for me a wee bit because yeah. Although Celtic had a couple of good chances on the break, a lot of the play it was defence. And you get yourself into a great position, you know what's at stake, the six points gap is there for Celtic to achieve. So I'd be a bit nervy in the second half. Right, we've teamed up with CSD Air Conditioning to give one lucky Celtic fan, one lucky Rangers fan, a pair of tickets for the huge upcoming semi-final clash. A week on Sunday, Easter Sunday, plus £100 to spend each. Not bad at all, isn't it? Brilliant competition. Yeah. So this week, we'll have a fan from each side competing to see who can top the league and win the tickets. So we won't know who the winner is until Friday. Playing first, a Celtic fan, it's Kieran is on. And uh, Kieran, good evening. Good evening, how are you doing? Good, you're sounding good and confident. How are you, how are you feeling? Daft question of the night, but how are you feeling after yesterday? <laughs> very, very happy. Very ecstatic. I think that's it done and dusted, so I you're very you're, confident. You're quietly <laughs> confident, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, let's ask you the questions first. Shall we go for it? You ready? Are you standing Aye, by? Okay. Just, a, just a moment or two, we'll do it. <laughs> Win with Go Radio and CSD Air Conditioning. Contact them today for air conditioning servicing and repairs. Who was your man of the match yesterday? I'm just getting it ready to start, Kieran. Who who got your vote? Uh, McGregor. Callum McGregor. I think it was crucial that moment, Barry. When he, I know you said Calvin Bassey could and should have taken him down, but it was pivotal. Yeah, he's, he's a real driving force behind the Celtic team for me. <clears> I, th- <throat> I think if you take Callum McGregor um, out the Celtic team. Um, they're nowhere near as good. Um, he's that important. Um, even when he has a quiet game, he's just a real good all-round footballer. Um, and it was interesting to see at the start of the season when he got the responsibility of being captain. Mm. I think it's took his game up a level or two. Um, and, and yesterday, again, he was he was really good. But I, I just thought Carter Vickers at the back. Um, just because a lot of people do go on about Celtic yeah. defensively. I know they've got the best defensive record, but... It is the best 
I have seen them defend when balls were coming into the box. He seemed to be on the end of every ball and heading it out. And Starfelt as well. Yeah, he's yeah. come in for a lot of criticism. Yeah. Um, and again, he he was he was solid enough at the back. But Carter Vickers, uh, it was for me. Right, Kieran, we won't keep you waiting anymore. How is the air conditioning in here, guys? For us, okay? Because we're with CSD Air Conditioning. Chance for Kieran to win. So sixty seconds on Celtic. You ready? Yep. Okay. Standby. We'll start now. How many Scottish Cups has Scott Brown won? Uh, five. What was the score in the 1995 Scottish Cup final? Just the score line. 2-1. Who did Celtic beat in the quarterfinals of this year's Scottish Cup? Dundee United. Who was the last Scottish manager to win the Scottish Cup with Celtic? Scott Spawn manager. Uh, I can't think. Shall we move on? I pass, I. Who was in goals for Celtic during their penalty shootout in the 2020 Scottish Cup final? It was delayed because of COVID, remember? Oh, I... Um, oh, I've gone blank. Simon um, did the same. I'll give you one more. Henrik Larsson never scored in a Scottish Cup final. True or false? True. And in what year did Jockstein win his last Scottish Cup manager as Celtic? In fact, we're out of time. We're out of time. James is shouting. Sorry. Um, Yeah, so we can't ask you the last one. So we're just totting it up there. Novices at this. Did you get... So the first one, Scott Brown has won six. And you said five. The Ah. 95 Scottish Cup final. Simon Donnelly, you played. You starred in that. And the scoreline with Airdrie was... 1-0. 1-0. Who did Celtic beat in the quarterfinals of this year's competition? You were right on it, Kieran. Dundee United, you're right. And the last Scottish manager to win the Scottish Cup with Celtic, Gordon Strachan. Uh, and who was in goals <laughs> during the penalty shootout against Hearts, December of 2020? Connor I Hazard. I've seen it as well. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Listen, see when you're on air. So, Connor Hazard. <laughs> So, uh, and that was it. Henrik Lassen, was that too late with that one? Mm. He never scored in the Scottish Cup final, true or false? It was false because he did, true. didn't he? Scored, oh, he scored. Didn't. He scored against uh, Dunfermline. Yep. So one. But oh. listen, when you're on oh. live, this is bizarre. I'm just watching Simon Donnelly there. <laughs> he's, he's, he's wrapped up for winter. Yeah, this yeah. guy's everywhere. It was, cold, it was a cold morning <laughs> at the camp. Which is James McFadden. He's a, right. Listen. So one, Kieran. But listen, you never know. Um, it's harder when you're on live in the radio, isn't it? Aye, aye. <laughs> That's my excuse for a few years. Um, but listen, thanks for I that. I just asked, yeah. Sid, what yeah. was that running about your neck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah what was it? The Doddy had MND, oh, no, the charity thing. Well yeah. yeah. um, here's your manager, Kieran, speaking about yesterday. With that character from day one. Um, that's what I keep saying. I think it's been the one thing people maybe have overlooked is there's a real steel to this team, there's a resilience. Um, we've had to be, you know. We, we were. We'd lost three games the first six, you know. We were still putting the team together. The league had already started, so, um, but no excuses, you know. We, we wanted to keep pushing on and uh, we had to show that today, you know. Rangers were at it. Um, they put us under pressure. The crowd was behind them. Uh, super proud of their efforts. What would you say about your team, Kieran, after yesterday? Oh, they played, absolutely played fantastic. The, the start was a bit dodgy. Yeah. Um, got to a slow start, but 
defensively, I think. We, we, we got into the game, I think, um, in the first half after a bit of a scare, but I think we've done amazing. I think the thing about your manager is he won't allow you to be complacent, will he, the team? Um, you know, you're yeah. giving an honest opinion. You cannot see Celtic lose it, but... Uh, you know, we remember Helicopter Sunday 2005 because you beat Rangers at Ibrox and everyone thought that was it, including the team. But I think it's different now, Barry. It's a different... Yeah, he comes across yeah. that, um, listen, he'll let them enjoy the night last night, I think, when they come back into training. I think the focus will go on to the game at the weekend mm. against St. Johnson. Um, I think it'll allow other people to, to get carried away in mm. terms of the fans or whatever, but I don't think... Um, Costa Coglu will allow the players. I think if he senses any of that, you've got to put a stop to that. Because I think when you start thinking, oh, we're that close, that's when things start to, to go wrong. Barry, do you think Rangers have been affected by playing so deep into Europe, into the Europa League? No, I, I'm not going to buy into that, Paul, if I'm yeah. being honest with you. It's, if you want to play at a big club and you want to go far um, into tournaments, you need to be prepared to play at times three games a, three games a week. And that's why you carry big squads. You, the only issue you've got is you might pick up injuries, you might pick up suspensions. In Rangers' case, Morelos. But again, I'll go back to it. You look at the Rangers' starting lineup. up Kemar Roof's a player mm. I rate highly. Um, look, he's, he's not Alfredo Morelos, but Rangers uh, were still, still, for me, had a good enough team out there to, to get the three points but I don't buy into it that can fast into yeah. Europe and into all comp- that's what you want to be as a footballer you sure. want to be involved in every single competition too easy to be an excuse Kieran are you beginning to think of uh, the Champions League and the music next year so, well later this year <laughs> September I suppose what do you think uh, to, 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 to early <clears> for that I think concentrating in this game get the get the league tied up you, you don't want to show disrespect for the other no. teams you know um, but Get us tied up, and I, I would I would look forward to it so much to, to hear that music again. Mm-hmm. It's too long. It has indeed, Simon. I'm just thinking. Oh, this weekend, Saturday, St. Johnson, your old team as yeah. well. Both your old teams, St. Johnson, surprising a lot of people at the weekend. A win, a vital win. Doing well, yeah. it's going to be tough. <clears throat> and I'm not trying to turn it that. Oh, yeah, Celtic. Will, you know, they will struggle, but St. Johnson will be hard to beat. Every game brings its own, you know, difficulty or. Test. I've I've covered quite a lot of the Celtic games, and there's been games I remember Dundee United coming yep. to Celtic Park and and Abada the late 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 show late late yeah. show. No game is easy. St Johnson are on a wee bit of form. The boy Callum Hendricks gets seven goals in ten games, which is brilliant. They're they're now looking up the way. You know yeah. St Mirren above them. So no, it won't be. But I just think Celtic have in this run that they're on been relentless. You know I, I think. The form dipped a wee bit round about the exit to Europe. They, they dropped points through Easter Road. Uh, but I think since then, you know, they bet Livingston, where they've not had a good record of late, they, they kind of blew them away. Uh, Ross County on the last league game at Celtic Park. Their, their form, they seem to have lifted their, their form again at the right time. Kieran, we're going to the news in a moment or two, but could you have believed when Ange Postacoglu came in that you would have won the League Cup and you're in pole position to win the league? I know it's a name name that nobody knew, but everybody knows his name now. So I'm so glad he came. Thanks very much for calling. And listen, tune in. You know, you might win it with one, you never know. But uh <laughs> Kieran, thanks a lot for calling. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Kieran there calling from Drum Chapel. It's harder than you think when you're 
live on, on the, the radio. Yep. So we'll have a Rangers fan coming on in about 40 minutes. We've got some Rangers questions as well. It wasn't too bad for a first effort, wasn't it? Yeah. You've done all right. Not You've too bad, right. you think, but now. <laughs> yeah, I was ready to go and I realised I hadn't played the music at the beginning, but we did. We managed to cover it with a question. Thanks, Kieran. Okay, quick break for the news and then we're back in the next hour. So much happening. We're just checking uh, around the country. But the big talking point is yesterday. Rangers won, Celtic 2. What do you think? Rangers fans are on, Celtic fans too. Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the taxi centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes Nissan, Ford, Hyundai you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees. They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax so if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? The Taxi Centre Trade only. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go, go, go. Well, the weekend finished with Rangers 1, Celtic 2. On Saturday, Dundee and Aberdeen 2-2 at Dens. Hibs and Dundee United 1-1 at Easter Road. Motherwell finally get a win the first time of 2022. 4-2 against St Mirren. Ross County and Hearts 1-1 and St Johnson, as we mentioned, 1-0 against Livingston. Uh, it's not been a good year so far for St Mirren, Barry, with a, a big one for Motherwell to finally get a win, 4-2. Yeah, as you say, his first one in... 22 yeah. um, actually surprising because uh, I, I think they've had a, a half decent season um, but that was a massive win uh, for them um, Motherwell and I mean if you look at Motherwell I've seen Motherwell a few times this year they've got some some decent players um, Motherwell so that, that was a big one in terms of St Mern St Johnson have got a real chance yeah. of catching them mm. um, they're, they're getting dragged in it I think there's only 6 points correct me if I'm wrong yeah, I think there's only 6 yes. points in it so uh, they've been dragged right into it, but massive result for Motherwell at the weekend. Simon, yeah, at the bottom, Dundee on 24, St Johnson on 30, St Mirren now on 36 along with Aberdeen. And Aberdeen, you know, chasing Europe as St Mirren were as well, but suddenly they're just above the relegation zone. There's never been a season like it in the middle there. And Livingston, raging. Um, the manager saying even the Seagulls could see the penalty. You know, the penalty. Mm. Yeah, so David Martindale and Happy there on 37 points. Ross County on 37, Hibs on 38, Motherwell on 39. So suddenly well up in fifth spot take so anyone tight. you want it's there. so yep. tight but we've spoke about Motherwell in their, in their, mm. their poor run uh, you know with the points and, and their first win it's in April but they were still sitting because it's so tight they were always sitting there just one win away from mm. jumping into that top six you know so it's timing there's one more game before the split to go and mm. you know there's a lot to play for you can throw a blanket over uh, that do you like the split? the split? Yeah. But, but, <laughs> like the yeah, I do. I think it makes it a bit more more exciting. Yeah. Um, mm. But in terms of more, I like the, the young boy in the middle of the pitch from Cornelius. Mm. Scored. Yeah, yeah. I, I like him. Um, every time I've I've seen Muddle play, mm. he's, he's kind of stood out. Um, and I think they got him for, for Hibs when he was sixteen. Mm. Um, I, I'm I'm sure I'm right there. Yep. But he's he's a real good player, as I says. And now Muddle have got a real opportunity finishing in that that top six. Simon, where do you stand on the split? Do you like it? You're not sure. I, no, I'm not mm. sure. I think sometimes when you're you're talking about our oh, top six in a in a 
a division of 12, you know, uh, it's not quite the, the kind of top six of a, any other league in Europe, but it's certainly exciting this year, you know, with so many teams that close to each other. There's a lot to play for uh, this weekend. People could be jumping. I mean, as we said, their mother will win-win mm. in 2022 and it takes them into that top six. Uh, and the financial rewards, obviously, of that as well. So all we play for with one round to go before the, the split. You know the voices. It's Paul Cooney here with Barry Ferguson and Simon Donnelly. Simon Fresh from BBC. How were they at the Beep last night after the Rangers defeat? Hey. How were they? With uh, Stephen Thompson, Kenny Miller. Kenny, Kenny was on with you last week. It was yeah. certainly easier for me to go and do the hour with Celtic winning obviously it could have been a long evening if it went the other way with uh, Tomo and Kenny sitting yeah. there but yeah it was, it was a good a good hour and obviously a good win for Celtic Tomo's no Rangers man he's, he's a sick man <laughs> of course that's right <laughs> so and Dundee United says. yeah that's <laughs> what so he says <laughs> um, so what do you think about the results yesterday obviously both sides of the city different views on it here's GVB uh, oh very tough of course because um, you know we wanted to win this game we started really well, but you know, obviously, when you when you lose this game, it's uh, it's a big disappointment. Is it over? Two teams uh, fighting for the championship, and then when you lose against your direct opponent, you know, uh, for the race, you make it more difficult. You know, it's not over, but you know, this result uh, makes it more difficult for us. More difficult, but not over. And here is Cameron Carter Vickers about this win. Yeah, no, I think it's a massive win for us. You know, um, there's not many games left now in the league, so you know, every every three points is massively important, and obviously today was a big one for us. He was man of the match, arguably. Man manager of the year still six games to go and the cup semi-final and the final but Ange reflecting on yesterday yeah they've had character from, from day one and um, that's what I keep saying I think it's been the one thing people maybe have overlooked is there's a real steel to this team there's a resilience um, we've had to be you know we, we were we'd lost three games the first six you know we were still putting the team together the league had already started so um but no excuses, you know, we, we wanted to keep pushing on and uh, we had to show that today, you know, Rangers were at it, um, they put us under pressure, the crowd was behind them, uh, super proud of their efforts. Um, people listening all over the world, I'm just hearing from uh, Universal Studios in uh, Florida, yeah, the Florida one, not the Los Angeles one, uh, Paul and the gang are listening in at Bubba Gump at Universal Studios, <laughs> enjoying the show there. What is that, Bubba Gump? Gump? Bubba Gump, do we know? Uh, yeah. No. Is that something that David Forrest Gump? I, don't know. <laughs> I see James no knows, yeah. Um, Forrest Gump. Yeah. yeah, people tuning in from all over. No idea. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where is that's that an April from. Yeah. An April it's a shrimp <laughs> restaurant. Yeah, of course it is. Thank you, James. He's a world traveller. Um, Doc Cotton. We heard it there in the ah, news. Uh, Jim Brown. Hey, she's been there all your life, really, hasn't she? On yeah, on EastEnders. She has. Um, uh, you don't like to see that. She was an absolute. Le she was a legend of EastEnders. Um, sitting there with her, her cigarette all the time, having a wee a wee puff. What was it? Ninety five. Ninety five. Ninety five. I heard that it was her on screen son. Was it Nick? Nick yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he was talking. Nasty about Nick. Her. Nasty yeah. Nick. He was talking about her on the radio when I was driving in. But yeah, she was. Uh, but the legend. Yeah. And we want to wish all the best to Louis Van Hal. We heard the news today that he has um, prostate cancer. So what a career he's had and we hope he's back to yeah, full fitness soon. Top manager. Mm. Clubs that he's, he's managed at Paul and you've seen some of his um, ex-players um, put out in their social media. Um, they're wishing him a, um, a speedy recovery. Um, it's never nice to hear things like that mm. but I'm, listen, I'm sure he's a fighter and he'll get through it. Celtic fans calling in now after the win yesterday and um, but Simon you're not 
think it's all over yet. That would be that would be the danger for Celtic, wouldn't it? Yeah, complacency. I, I think they won't. You know, I think the fans can maybe relax a wee bit now that the, the six point gap is there. But I don't see anybody at the club relaxing. They'll they'll go about it very professionally. I don't think Ange himself will allow the players to drop anything at all. Uh, they've got a lot to play for on, on different fronts as well with the, with the semi-final coming up. So, and they're almost back to a full complement. You know, I think Kyogo, I would be amazed if he doesn't play some part in the semi-final coming up. And James Forrest, so they're looking strong, Celtic. And, and they matched up well yesterday. I mean, he could have played O'Reilly from the beginning, but he went with Tom Rogic. Mm. And uh, here's what he had to say about the well, the guy who scored the first goal. Yeah, like I said, I know Tom well, and uh, I had a feeling today he'd, he'd put in a big shift for us. Um, you know, he's been at this football club for a long time. He's had a lot of success, um, and he knows what it's like to come here, um, and particularly in these kind of circumstances. So um, I knew that uh, you know he'd be up for it. And, uh, yeah, it was great. They were all great today, uh, led by an unbelievable skipper. You know, um, Cal was just outstanding. Tom Rogic, for, for for many years, he was kind of overlooked, wasn't he, by the fans? They'd almost forgotten about him. He nearly went to the Middle East yep. 18 months ago. Yeah, it's, a fantastic talent. And when you see his name, uh, name sorry, on the Celtic team sheet, uh, when, they, when they're playing against Rangers, he always tends to turn it on against Rangers. Um, for the size of him, he's got unbelievable feet. For the size of him, and I've always thought he was a a, a top player. Um, and when he's on his game, at times I think he's unstoppable. Yeah, he's he's, he's a class act. Yep. He's a class act. I had to laugh or at least smile at his goal because it's not an easy one. You know, he takes it really calmly, but he sees expression. He never even smiled. Yeah, it's just a matter of fact. I've, I've done what this. What was that about? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he used to just do it. He scored a few at Ibrox, but uh-huh. it was just this coolness. But uh, a classy player. I love the way he receives the ball. He can beat people uh, so easily at times, but he, he had a, a really good first half in particular yesterday. And what about Dyson Maeda? Many people thought oh. might be a badder who scored, you know, just uh, two months previously yeah. against the uh, Rangers. Maeda was... Oh, Maeda. Maeda's incredible. Uh, he just, from, from the minute one to minute 90, he doesn't, he, the guy doesn't stop. He's everywhere. Uh a real good team player. I mean, he's one of the ones where you would love to be in the team room because he he, he does the shift of three players at times. Uh, and, you know, got himself into a couple of good positions yesterday. Just couldn't finish it off. Uh, but he's been great as well. Unbelievable work ethic. Unbelievable. Um, doesn't he? Yeah, he? he's, he's said right. He's one of the players that... <clears throat> um, you would love to have in your team. He, he, he chases lost causes as well and you see him if he's on the right side and the, the left fullback plays at the keeper and he plays it out the right back. He's flying mm. directly right across the, the, the pitch. Um, and like, He was getting a bit of stick four or five weeks mm. ago. Celtic fans were, weren't having him. Um, but I'm sure if you ask his Celtic players, his teammates, yeah. they'll love him with the, the, amount of work that he, the, the amount of work and the shift he puts in for the team. What are you thinking for Rangers, Barry? They'll be off what the day after tomorrow to Portugal. And we said last night, should Rangers take them away early? Just get away from the cauldron of here. Maybe get some sunshine well, in after Portugal. A, after a disappointing defeat against your arch rivals, mm. um, for me, you're, you're looking for a major response. Mm. Um, and when you, when you have a defeat, the best thing as a player, a game's just round the corner. And Rangers have got a game, albeit it's a big game, massive game. Well, every game for Rangers is massive, but quarter final of the Europa League away to Braga, 
Um, they've got to go there and, and show their mettle and, and stand up and make sure they, they come back with a decent result for, for Portugal. Is it different going in as favourites? You know, they were underdogs, obviously. Yeah, but listen, yeah, there's a bit of pressure, but yeah. that, I mean, if you play at a big club, you've got to expect the pressure. You've got to be able to handle the pressure. Mm. Um, and it'll be no different than Thursday night. They're favourites to go through. Braga are a, a good team. I wouldn't say they're a top team, Braga. So Rangers have got to go there and, and try and get a a decent result and bring it back to, to Irox uh, the following Thursday. Simon, what are you thinking about Aaron Ramsey, who took his goal brilliantly? He's had a good week, he went away with Wales, he's come back. You could see he was kind of rejuvenated. Yeah. He needs more time on, yeah. on the pitch. So, But I see some of them today in some of the columns saying, <clears> well, you know, Diallo, we don't see him. Mm-hmm. Ramsey has been expensive, but... Um, but is there still a but is there still time for him to put his stamp on on yeah, his time at Rangers? Yeah, because games like yesterday and the big games starting with Thursday that Barry's talking about there are the games that he was brought to the club mm-hmm. to perform in, and we've spoke about it long enough on here of, of his ability. It was to get the fitness, so he's played with Wales. He came, he started yesterday, and you're talking about Rangers fearing the likes of Rogic on the team sheet. That was a concern for me with my Celtic hat on yesterday that Ramsey was starting the game because I know the levels that that guy can get to. Uh, and I thought, he, I thought he'd a decent game. You know, I'm maybe surprised to get taken off at the stage he did. But Would you have kept him on longer? I think I think guys of that quality always keep them on the pitch. You know, they're capable of doing something that others can't. And he's popped up with the goal, right place at the right time for the goal. Dug it out, slightly behind him. Uh but he was one, as I say, when I looked at the Rangers team before it, I was like a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Barry, would you have played him longer? Yeah, I, I was surprised. That it, look, there's, there's no doubt he's, he's not 100%, but a guy that quality, um, I would have still gave it another 10 or, or 15 minutes if I'm, I'm being honest with you. I, I thought he had a decent enough game. You've seen in parts of the game his quality, nice touches, like his trademark run late into the box, great finish. Um and yep, I, I was surprised uh, when he was taking off. I, I was expecting maybe to get an extra 10 or 15 minutes. Um, but now you're seeing um, Aaron Ramsey. That's over the last couple of weeks now. He said virtually 390 minutes, 80 odd minutes up at Dundee, mm. a good 90 minutes with, with Wales, um, and a good part of the game um, yesterday. And the way it looks to me is if you're wanting to um, produce that wee bit of magic, and when you get to the quarterfinals, that's what you need throughout your team. Aaron Ramsey is now starting to get to that level where I think you need to play him. Will he start, do you think, against Braga? And if you're the manager, will he make many changes? I know it's a different game, isn't it? Completely yeah. away from home. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, I've not seen too much of Braga. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a game that you've got to go there with the mindset is you've got to go and get something mm-hmm. and bring it back to Ibrox. I don't think you can go in there and sit back and invite Brag on to you as I says they, they might play a bit deeper at times but guys like Aaron Ramsey can unlock defences with their quality they've got and um, yep I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Ramsey starts the game on Thursday night On the 19th of April the SPFL clubs will be voting on VAR and uh, well I think we're all hoping that they're going to go for it I see all the clubs all 42 clubs have a vote I don't know quite how that works Simon but uh, do you expect it to happen although it's not going to happen soon enough for us is it? Uh, yeah I expect it to happen eventually I don't mm. know when I think there was a game yesterday that they, were, they rolled out uh, under 14s and Kevin Clancy uh, did it with the VAR yesterday right. just an experiment mm-hmm. so I believe but uh, it needs to come in yeah 
everybody else is moving forward with it, so we can't be any different. But it's just when it comes in now. Not the only referee that needs help, Kevin Clancy. I thought <laughs> I you were right to say. I, I thought Barry that. was thinking that. Um, yeah, but I, I think look, it's great they're having this vote. We, we need it in. We need it in to help the referees. There's no doubt. There's there's various games throughout the season, Paul, that I've seen the referees make a mistake and understand they're only human and they need help. They they, they seriously need help. But the worrying thing for me is it's not coming into the turn of the year. Um, so it's a right few months away where I was wanting it and I think if you asked the vast majority the other people they would have wanted it for the start of the season but understand they've got to get trained up and there's a lot uh, needs to happen behind the scenes but at least we're making a starting at least we're, we're looking to bring it in Is David Martintel going to be in trouble after saying that even the Seagull <laughs> saw well, the penalty? Honest. Did you see yeah, it? I don't, I, yeah, yeah, it? I, I don't mind that I think that's sometimes I think people um, say the the correct thing in front of the media I think he's just been honest and saying it's, it's not, he wasn't happy it's not good enough um, and Look, it was a penalty and what that could mean to his club it yep. could be a million pounds but the thing the Seagulls might have had a better view because they're high up <laughs> <laughs> they could have absolutely <laughs> who would be a referee I mean we not do me. Need Basie, not me listen we'll still be talking about decisions because we see it in England they yeah. don't get it all right but it, it's got better this season hasn't it Far, far. Yeah, yeah. The interpretation. Oh, the, the, yeah. the start it was horrendous. You could, sometimes they couldn't even get the line straight mm. on the, you know, when you were watching it back. But yeah, it's improving. Uh, whether I'm a hundred percent fan of it, I'm not sure. Uh, because as as you say, Paul, sometimes still it's interpretation, you know, and I think the offsides. I think that maybe is more the offside rule rather than VAR at times, you know, with fingers and has been offside I just don't get that kind of thing the game's all about goals and I think in the terms of the penalty calls yesterday I thought I thought Wally yeah. got the Carter Vickers one that's never a penalty his arms by his side I think the one with Maeda and Alan McGregor I've seen them given but I think it would be soft the pull with Carter Vickers I think if that goes back to VAR, VAR yeah, yeah I think that's that. a penalty yeah. um, but it's difficult for the, the pace of the balls played in it's hard for Wally mm -hmm. and there's a rookie players that, that, that's what I think the referees need a bit of help but I thought he'd, I, in general I thought Willie Collum had a good game yesterday Jersey pulling will be different won't it because it happens everywhere mm. and VAR will pick it up in a way that the naked eye doesn't see it even if you're only 10 yards away because there's a ruck of bodies at a corner kick or a free kick or whatever yep um, yeah, the verdict here. is Willie Collum did well yesterday yeah it's on Sky at the moment uh, looking at VAR um, in fact there that's it is in fact there's John Beaton there you can see <laughs> <laughs> Everyone makes a joke when it's the referees. Um, I saw him in town the other day. I went past him, hadn't a clue. And there's Willie Collum there, so we can tell they're obviously been uh, interviewed about VAR. Okay, Rangers fans, what do you reckon do. for Braga? We're going to be on air on Thursday night. Barry will be with Rangers all the way in Europe, <coughs> seven till ten Thursday yeah, night. I, I'm yep. looking forward to it. As I said, uh, look, uh, another another massive game for Rangers. Look, uh, after the disappointment, uh, I think Siddle agree with me here. When you have a defeat, be disappointed. Mm. But the best thing is there's a game just round the corner. I think that's the best thing for Rangers. If it lasts a week, it becomes a bit annoying. So Rangers have got another massive game. And that's what happens when you play at big clubs. Massive games every single um, week. You could win tickets for the old firm, the Glasgow Derby, a week on Sunday. That's coming up soon. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. Let's go! go, go.
this tomorrow time tomorrow night the Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre it will be Rob McLean Rob will be here along with John Hartson and Kenny Miller tomorrow night and then we'll be back on Wednesday and then remember Thursday night Barry, myself and Chris Burke uh, you haven't worked with Chris for a while have you? you played alongside him at Rangers Yeah, l- listen to be honest with you we Burke mm-hmm. when he was on his game um, was a top winger um, he, like, old school old fashioned really direct um, and went on to have a a real good career, Paul um, Burkey. Mm. Remember him when he was a young boy breaking through and yep. um, loved him on. Did loved, he? Loved him on. Really? Like, what, what, for example? What about? I don't know. He was just like moaning was all he? the time. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> well, the weather or whatever. Just about yeah. everything in general. <laughs> um, but no, he went on to have, I mean, he played at Cardiff, Nottingham Forest, my old club, Birmingham as well. Oh, they love and him down there, don't yeah, they? The Blues. They really yeah. like him down there. Um, and obviously, what what is what's Burkey now? 37. Still playing his trade mm. in the championship with, with Kilmarnock. He's got a real opportunity to get a winner's medal um, as league champion. Well, I came on on Friday night and they got the draw and are both through the next day as well, Barry, so it didn't change at the top. Yeah, I mean, I, I still fancy Kilmarnock. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what a story it would be for Dick Campbell and both of um, the, the mm. won the league. But I, I just think with Kilmarnock bringing Dell in and the, the mm. players that they've got at Kilmarnock, I think they'll just... Um, He'll pip our brought to the title. You played against him a few times, obviously, Chris Burke. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would have over the years. Uh, and I see him more often now because his son plays in the same school football team as my son. Excellent. So I see yeah. him. Unfortunately, last week I was in his company and they get beaten the, the semi-final of the cup. Oh, put out yeah. the penalties. Oh, nightmare, so, yeah. But aye, a, a fantastic player. Uh, and he's played at a few clubs as well, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he a real yeah. good career, Burke. Sure has. Yeah, well, he'll be with us on Thursday night. A local boy. So much football. He is. He's local. Yep. It's for the Gorbals. And the Gorbals, yeah. Lives out in the posh now, in the south side. Newton Merns, isn't he? Oh, you Newton you, Mortgage. Yeah, That's yeah. where he is out that way, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> still got a mortgage there. So, um, yeah, it was great to see them all there. They are at uh, Bubba Gump's. And thank you for that, James, there. Uh, Paul and Jackie and Anna and Noah and Leo. And Lauren and Maria. Yeah. Five wins, Barry. That's, how many have you got? Three. Three. Uh, two two yeah. was two was nice. Three's uh-huh. a crowd. Yeah. Well having a great time. <laughs> <It's> a crowd. <laughs> but imagine they've taken the Go Radio football show. There's uh, there's the loyalty to the family. Tune it yeah. in. Yep, fantastic. Yep, well done everybody. Five kids. Yeah. Uh-huh. Indeed. Um, as Hard graft. <laughs> the dentist, you think they know the drill, but the two of them, the mum and dad, but oi, sorry. Um, I'm away. <laughs> Barry Ferguson, we're going to be looking forward to the Rangers game on Thursday night. I'm thinking, Simon, in a game like that, when you look, there's still six games to go in the league, but yeah. Celtic six points in it, plus the goal difference, 15. Um, so for Rangers, uh, there is a way back, but it's yeah. probably unlikely. Did you were you ever in that position where you had to go and turn to Europe? Because it's a huge game for Rangers, a quarter final of a Europa League. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's it's great to have your head turned towards a different tournament. They're, they're in the depths of that Europa League quarter final. Mm. You know, all to play for. It could be a memorable season for Rangers in Europe. Uh, I think it's. It's a good one on the back of obviously the disappointment yesterday. Uh, another big tie for them uh, to go in. and as I say, the 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 beat teams, well Dortmund in particular, that I would say are better than this team Braga. So a great opportunity. They seem to have a good relationship with Europe. You know, certain mm-hmm. players in their team like to play in that tournament, and I wouldn't be surprised if they if they 
move another stage further and get to the semis. They've defied the odds so often in Europe, even when they got off to a bad start, some of the games. Yeah, well, for me, they put out the favourites for the Europa League, um, Dortmund. Um, and I think the last two um, draws have been good to them. Mm. Red Star and obviously Braga. Look, Braga are a good team, but as I mentioned earlier, I don't think they're a top team, Braga. Mm. So for me, I, I expect the Rangers... Uh, to get through the tie, I'm not sure about winning over there. Look, it'd be great to get the win if they go over there and, and come back um, with at least something, um, even a draw. But I, I fully expect Rangers to go into the, the the semi-finals. And as I said, after the disappointment of yesterday, there'll be a bit of stick flying about. It's par for the course, but when you play at Rangers, if you if you lose a game, it's an absolute disaster. Mm -hmm. um, it's how you respond to that, and um, I'm expecting. Uh, Rangers to respond in the right manner Do you think the off-field stuff has hindered Rangers in recent no. weeks thinking about the, well, the Sydney Cup and all that No oh, Listen as a player you focus yeah. solely on <clears> the, <throat> the football whatever all the noise that's happening outside it yeah, I'll be honest with you there was a few things happening when I played and mm. I'm sure we, when, when Sid played it never affected me I had to focus on one thing and that was trying to win games of football um, on the pitch it's just noise for the players. Did it ever yeah. affect you? Not really. No, yeah. no, because you, you, as Barry says, as a footballer, you, you're focusing on your job. And I think Rangers. I mean, you, you look at the game yesterday. There wasn't a lot in it. Mm. There was not a lot in it. Celtic defended really well. Took their chances. Uh, it's a big result, but there wasn't a lot in the game. And I think the players now, from Rangers' point of view, will just be focused on this massive quarter final in, in Europe on Thursday night. World Cup draw came on Friday. I was listening to you on Friday night, Barry. Um, does seem a long way away. Loads of ifs and buts. We don't think the game's going to be played with Ukraine in June. Very doubtful it, it looks that way, Paul, which um, look, it's understandable for Ukraine mm. side of things, but for Scotland, I mean, when the draw get made mm. on Friday, you're looking at it and think to yourself, what, what a group. We, we, need, to be there. I, we I, need to be And there. I think Steve Clark, the coaching staff, and the players, I mean, if I was a player watching that, I'm, I, I want to get there. We fancy ourselves, don't we? I, I honestly believe that we'll um, we'll get there. Mm -hmm. I think we're good enough to beat both Ukraine and Wales. I, I do think there'll be difficult games, mm -hmm. but I think we've got a good enough squad. And the way things are going under Steve Clark and the kind of atmosphere that you kind of sense from the the squad, yep, I think we're going to get there. And everyone's saying about the Gareth Bale goals and they're special, but keep him away from the, the set pieces. <laughs> keep, him, you know? keep him away from our goal. Because he's not what he was 10 years ago, though, is he's he? He's not, but he's, he's still got that quality. The, the two sure. goals the other night were first class, but I, I, I'm, I'm a fair guy. I think we've got the better squad. Mm. I think we've got more players performing at a higher level. We don't have a, a special Gareth Bale as such, but I still think we're good enough to go and win these games. And the incentive's there. You know, the draw's there and... Uh, what a, what a way to finish the year at a World Cup with our greatest rivals in our group. Mm. Yeah, and they don't want to play against us. No. They don't like, they don't enjoy playing against us. Um, but going back on Scotland, I just look at the squad. I think it's a strong squad. There's real competition for places. You just need to look at the the bench, go back to the polling game and you're bringing guys um, like Callum McGregor, who's obviously a top player, Billy Gilman, you're bringing on Ryan Jack and Stuart Armstrongs. Um, so we, we, we've got a real good squad. This is the healthiest this Scotland squad has been in a long, long time.
And obviously Tierney and Robertson. It seems a while ago now when they couldn't play together, Simon, but we've got... We've found a way. Terrific. We've found a way yeah. and, and it's, it's brilliant. And I think we spoke about it on Friday where Tierney's playing left centre-back of a three and he's still putting crosses in for, for goals. Uh, you know, just really good players that are getting better. You know, they're getting more experience playing at their clubs. Leaders for the national team. Uh, we're, we're, we're looking strong but we deserve to beat the World Cup look at Andy Robertson oh. at Liverpool and yeah. the level they're playing at yeah. not least this week, weekend against Man City yeah. and uh, Kieran Tierney at Arsenal who... it must help us as a nation yeah. when these guys yeah. are playing at that level week in week out and certainly what Andy's won in the game you know just the stature and the confidence that comes with that you can tell when they come back to perform for Scotland mm. and they love playing for Scotland you know they, they come back and they look forward to it and they make themselves available for everything that's very much a club kind of mentality and it's, it's good to watch I can imagine like both like your Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney walking um, and they meet up with the squad the standards they'll raise the bar mm. these guys yeah. and that'll bring the other players on because they're playing at, at such a such a high level and um, we, we, we've got right good players playing at top top level mm. clubs and top level competitions Champions League games and and whatever um, so as I said I really I really like the look of us just now and every time we play I want to watch it but I'm also confident that we can win the game and this part of you wish you were still playing alongside no, Scott I'd McTominay he's yeah, always played your you time's been and gone yeah. I mean yeah. I, I played with some real good players mm. as well yeah, no doubt about it but I just think this is the healthiest mm. the Scotland squad's been in a long time and I just get a real sense of, of like there's a, a good atmosphere and it, it looks to me the guys look everybody wanted to turn up but I look, it looks to me they're desperate to turn up and they're desperate to play I think uh, they've got un unfinished business as well I, I don't think they feel as if they've done themselves justice in the, the, the Euros and we didn't I, I, know, I know we played well against England but the two games at Hamden mm. I think the, the, the boys will be wanting another go at it uh, especially the Czech Republic wasn't it the first game yeah we, we that did. was the one it kind of yeah killed us a wee bit but I, th I think these boys now that they've had the, the, the taste of our finals will want it even more mm. and I think to get to the World Cup it'd be great to see in a group where you're looking at without getting too ahead of ourselves you could you could come out of that oh easy you could come out of that easy. so it's exciting times but let's get there first <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you who else is listening Chris Burke is listening in and he's saying I'll tell you what Barry that's because I learned from the best on how to moan from Berkey, Chris Burke, <laughs> Craig Moore's on. Must be a Ferguson thing. Ian was horrendous. <laughs> and Craig will be back with us soon. Chris Burke will be with us on Thursday night. Alex has been on the socials as well and saying, you're talking about Kieran Tierney there and what, three or four years ago he was at Celtic. Now he could be captain of Arsenal, could be at Real Madrid. So, so much change in the Celtic team in the past four years. Yeah. Barry, he wants to ask, Alec, a big Rangers fan, how big a change, not a clear out, but... How many of the squad will have to go this summer? I, I think there'll be um, a, a decent turnaround in the Rangers squad. I do. I don't think it's a, a, like a mass clear out in terms of the, the size that Celtic done mm -hmm. at the start of the season. I don't, correct me if I'm wrong here, 14, 15, 16 players. I don't think it'll be as much as that. But I do think there'll be a number of players... Um, He'll have a clearer picture in his head now, won't he? who he's working with there and 100% and now he wants... he's been in the door said four or five months mm. now as you say you want to see players close up you want to yeah. see players playing big games who can handle yeah. pressures and, and whatever but I, I do think there will be a, 
a decent turnaround of players. Um, and as I said, speaking to him last week, he knows who he wants mm -hmm. to keep. There's guys coming up to their last year of their contracts, want to get them signed up, new deals. And also he's identified where he needs to strengthen um, in the team as well. Diallo probably comes and goes, doesn't he? Started yeah, so well, but he'll go back. James Sands, uh, development, work in progress? or Yeah, he's, he came in and he played in the, the Scottish Cup game up there. He, he's did okay, but would I say he's a, a, a certain starter in that midfield three? No, I wouldn't. Mm. Fashion Sakala, just looking at the bench from yesterday. I like, I, I like Fashion Sakala. Mm -hmm. I, I think he's, um, he's a work in progress. I think if you work hard with him, he can get better and better. He's got one thing that loads of players would love is genuine pace. <clears throat> and that's a threat. That's oh, he's a he's a major threat. And I thought he'd done really well when he when he came on yesterday. He posed Celtic well, a few he problems. Was the, he was the closest to getting a goal in the city. Yeah, Joe Hart save. Great great save, save, wasn't it? Yeah. Very yeah. good save. Yeah. yeah. One handed save yeah. down to the left. Balligan and uh Goldson together. Balligan's getting older. Um still a really good yeah, player. Yeah, I, I like Balligan. Yeah. Uh, Balligan, sorry. Um be interested to see if he signs on Connor Golson. You got Suter there as well. Suter comes year. in from Hearts. Oh, yep. Um you've got Connor Golson, it looks to me. Um I, I I might be wrong. It looks to me that Connor might be be moving on. Mm. Um and then you've got the older ones who are coming towards the end of it, Alan McGregor's and yeah. Stephen Davis. Look, that'll be their decision, I think. I think if they're willing to play on Rangers. You you've got to keep guys like that round about. I still think they've got a massive part to play, but I do think there will be a number of players coming and going for, for Rangers. Joe Rebo's not quite been at the form he was at before the African he's Nations. Not, he's yeah. not. Um, Rangers' best player before the African First Nations. First half of the season, I thought he was outstanding. Mm. I do, I, I like him. I think he's got everything you need to be a top midfielder. Um, he's, he's still doing well well enough, but I think there's more to what he come from I thought the first six half said uh, first six months sorry yeah. of the season he, <coughs> he was, was Rangers best player yep, mm -hmm. he was for me it was between him and Callum McGregor mm -hmm. for player of the year Ryan Kent so yesterday he was busy did a lot what do you think Simon how, how did he fare for you how many what would you be marking him if you were uh, doing it in the paper I don't really yeah. remember a lot of the players tend to be coming back and giving it to Bassett to put balls into the box I don't really remember him having that many special moments in the game yesterday. Great ball at the goal, obviously. Yeah, yeah. He, he did a good bit of movement there. I think Juranovic makes that easy for, for Rangers, that first goal, coming away out there. Yeah, it's, it's good movement, but it, it does make doesn't it... Doesn't it commit yourself? No, it doesn't. And, and it makes it an easy slide through inside them for the pass for Bassey uh, to Kent. And he, he, he picks out uh, Ramsey for the goal. Yep. But I don't think... I've, se I've seen him in other games where... He scored at Celtic Park. I thought maybe more of a threat. I don't think yesterday it was too much of a danger for, for Celtic. Barry, Ryan, I want more from him. Yeah. From Ryan Kent. I, yeah, but yeah. I, I want more. He's a player I rate big time. Um, I, I, I thought he, he, he did okay yesterday. Um, but I, I think he's a guy, he's a total game changer when he's on it. Um, and I, I, I want to see more from him um, but I, I do think that he's one that he starts that way you know when he gets that assist after two minutes mm. you think right okay go on and mm. excel in the game mm. I, th I think I, I thought Jota was quiet yesterday as well yeah, I thought yeah. Bassey handled him I mean that's, that's well. the two you would hear Mark. Yeah, right. they're, they're yeah. the two game changers yeah. they're the two game changers in terms of they've got that bit of magic in the final third and both of them to be fair to them both of them were, had quiet games but maybe that was down to 
no, no, no allowing them the, the, the space to go and do their damage. But Ryan Kent, I, I, I've got, I like him. I rate him very highly. Um, the only thing you could maybe label against him does he score enough goals for a, a forward-thinking player? Steve Gerrard, Stephen Gerrard a few months, well, six months ago said no, not for him. Mm. But quick break and then somebody, a Rangers fan's coming on and he could be on his way to Hamden. The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre. Save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda, Toyota, Ford, Seat and more. So, Frank McAvenny on The Breakfast Show this morning. Barry Ferguson is with us, Simon Donnelly. And it's now chance to win a ticket, pair of tickets for the Rangers end for the Old Firm a week on Sunday, Easter Sunday, Scottish Cup semi-final. And uh, online one is Jonathan from Castle Milk. Hello, Jonathan. How you doing? Good. How are you? How are you feeling now, 24 hours later? I'm all right. Sorry. You're okay? I got you. Yeah. You didn't expect, Barry didn't expect it at all. We thought there'd be loads of goals. And, uh, you know, one one after, what, seven minutes, were you still confident? Yeah, yeah, well, we, yeah. But it wasn't to be. Listen, let's get into nah. the competition and we'll ask you a wee bit more about it. So, um, yep, here we go. We've got uh, a dozen questions ready. It's a minute's worth of questions for you. Barry's standing by as well. Yeah, Barry, okay? Yep. Uh, you're not allowed to help. No, you're not. Simon, you're not allowed to help either. Um, Jonathan, you watched Barry a few times, I take it? Yeah, yeah, I. Right, so let's stand by. We'll get the questions and then we'll we'll ask you more. No, it's okay, we're standing by. Here we go. You've got 60 seconds. See if you don't know the answer, just ask me to move on and I'll ask the, I'll answer, I'll ask the next one, okay? Here we go, 60 yep. seconds now. <laughs> Who scored the winning goal for Rangers the last time they won the Scottish Cup? Uh, move on. In what year did Rangers first win the Scottish Cup? 1850. Which team did Rangers beat in the 1999 Scottish Cup final? The Celtic. How many Scottish Cups did Dick Advocat win as manager? Four. How many times have Rangers won the Scottish Cup? 27. How many times has Barry Ferguson won the Scottish Cup? Four times. Who scored the winner in the 2002, the 2002 final against Celtic? Barry Ferguson. And Gattuso never won the Scottish Cup. True or false? False. In which stadium did the 1988 Scottish Cup final lost to Hearts take place? The 98 Scottish Cup final. Where was it played? You lost to Hearts. Well, we'll allow that. Yep. Celtic Park. Okay. Right, I'll tell you, you got two. So you got two out of those uh, nine questions, Jonathan. And earlier on, um, Kieran got one, but he's looking for the Celtic ticket. So you're in the lead. Barry did all right, didn't he? Yeah, he did well. Did well. Right, I'll give you the answers. Yeah. Rangers won two one. That's right, you're two. <laughs> it's a reversal. You've made yeah. Barry's day. <laughs> two one. Uh, who scored the winning goal for Rangers the last time they won the Scottish Cup? The answer, Nacho Noville. Uh, the first win for Rangers in the Scottish Cup was back in 1894. Which team did Rangers beat in the 99 Scottish Cup final? You were right, it was Celtic. How many Scottish Cups did Dick Advocat win as manager of Rangers? It was two. Uh, how many times, Barry, you've won the Scottish Cup? Oh, no, Rangers have won the Scottish Cup 
33 times. And Barry, yourself, how many cup medals? Five Scottish Cups. Five Scottish Cup. Uh, the 2002 final against Celtic, the winning goal was Peter Lovenkranz. And Gerano Gattuso never won the Scottish Cup. True or false? That was true. Gattuso didn't win. And uh, that was us in the stadium. Um, no. You lost, was at Celtic Park. You lost to Hearts. What, do you find that quite tough? Yeah, yeah. You're a man of few words, Jonathan. You're just you're straight to the point, aren't you? So, uh, what what about Braga on Thursday? What do you reckon? What's your prediction? Yeah, uh, two one. Two one. Yep. For two Rangers. Rangers. I'll tell you yeah. that would do you, Barry, wouldn't it? Two one Rangers. Yeah, take that right yep. now. Take two one right now. Who's been your player of the season for you, Jonathan, for Rangers? Uh, Morelos. Uh, Morelos. You missed them badly. Yep. But. You're, yeah, going to, yeah. you're going to give the manager time, aren't you, GVB, to put his stamp on the team? Yeah, yeah. Jonathan, thanks so much for calling. Thanks very much. And right, listen, right, tune yeah, in. Right. Yep, you're in the lead. Um, you're the first Rangers fan to come on this week for the competition. And it's two uh, points for you. Earlier on, uh, we had one with Kieran from Drum Chapel. So Kieran's in the lead for Celtic fans. You're in the lead. lead. For Rangers. Um, that's how it works, as simple as that. And more tomorrow night, Rob, with uh, Yeah, It Could Be You. He'll be here with uh, John Hartson and Kenny Miller tomorrow night. The weekend <coughs> results, just looking uh, elsewhere. So on Saturday, uh, we talked about Motherwell against St Mirren. Uh, <coughs> what about Dundee Aberdeen? What can we say about Aberdeen just when they look to be maybe getting a, yeah. you know, Jim Goodwin? How highly do you rate him? Yeah, I think he's deserved. The move to to a club mm. of Aberdeen stats. No disrespect to what he achieved at St Mirren, but yeah, he's. I think they'll be frustrated because they were in the lead in that game twice, you know, and they had a great result against Hibs recently, and they're in a position where Aberdeen as a football club should not be, you know, it should be very, at the very least, top six, and I think that's where Jim will be frustrated. I think they had a lot of chances on goal, but were pegged back twice. Two fantastically executed free kicks for Charlie Adam got Dundee back in. But I think that's where the frustration will sit with Jim, the fact that they've got their noses in front twice. And the second time late in the game, uh, and ideally for them, they would have liked to have seen that out. But again, it's that tight. They can still achieve that top six. And I think they were talking even about Europe. That's how bizarre it is at the moment. Yeah, I I think um, he'll no right that want to write this season off, but I, I think... In the summer and next season, you'll you'll see um, the best of Jim Goodwin in terms of building his own team, because um, obviously he's come up there. That's been Stephen Glass's team, but I think um, I think it's a great appointment, by Aberdeen. I really do. I think he's done a fantastic job at St. Man. His recruitment really impressed me at St. Man. There was a lot of guys who'd brought in from Southern Ireland, didn't know too much about, turned into really good players for St. Man. Boy Connor Ronan got and loaned I think from Wills who has been um, a real good player for St Mirren so I think you'll see the best of Jim Goodwin in Aberdeen next <coughs> next season but listen there's still an opportunity um, but they need to rely on other other teams which is not a great thing to do Barry what about Hibs Hibs and Dundee United finished 1-1 uh, um, I wonder what Hibs fans are thinking because they've got a couple of games against Hearts huge games Derby coming up um, at Hamden as well and uh, playing Hearts what is it with Hibs? They're finding it difficult to, to, to win games. Yeah, they, they are, but that's obviously Kevin Nisbet out for the the, the rest of the season. A few weeks back, a, a big loss. Um, 
but Hibs they're I don't know what you think of Hibs yet I really don't um, again that might be you need to wait to the summer he does a bit of recruitment and bring uh, players in but I, I just don't know I, I, I'm not sure about mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure about Hibs Hearts against Hibs this weekend yeah, massive game <clears throat> massive yeah. game but it's an opportunity for Hearts to knock their, their rivals out the top six as well I think as you said Paul Hibs too many draws of late I agree with missing this bit, but Boyle Boyle's a big loss as well. But player. I just don't. I, see when I watch them, yeah, I, I don't know what you think of them. Mm. I really don't. The thing is, they they went one 0 down at the weekend, so they've, they've at least brought that back. But mm. yeah, that's a big one at the weekend. I think there's the, the two derby. I think the mm. Dundee derby as well at the weekend. What do you think? Hearts against Hibs. Thomas Kraftcheck's listening in in San Francisco. Um, he's think, a Hibs fan. I think Hearts might get the result there. Yeah. You're breaking his heart there, saying it's going to be hearts. You reckon, Barry, this weekend's a bit early for predictions, but it's crucial. Yeah, I can't, listen, what a job Robbie's done this year. Mm. Bit of criticism last year, done what he had to do and, and make sure he, he got them back into the Premier League and won the Championship and um, secured third spot for me. Uh, there's, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Um, no, I, I can't see past Hearts. I think Hearts will be too strong for Hibs. Right, we'll talk about the Dundee derby later in the week. It was the Glasgow derby yesterday, the old firm derby. I see Rangers made a lot of it round the ground, including on top of the, maybe not that fine structure that they put on the on the tunnel. They might have been able to do without that, Barry. I mean, they, they did it on the electronic ones, but that one uh, was up there. But they didn't win. It was uh, it was Celtic's day. Yeah, massive. Um, yeah, just really proud of the players. Uh, it's a difficult place to come to and they cut off to a great start and you kind of know in those kind of conditions everything's in their favour uh, it's going to take a massive effort for us to turn it around and uh, yeah I thought the boys were brilliant but feet in the ground it's three points mate you know it's three points and there's another three points we've got to get next week and uh, we'll just keep accumulating them till, uh, till it means something Simon Celtic will keep going you don't expect yeah. uh, no, a that, slip up this weekend no I don't I don't I think the form that they're showing the, the strength and depth that they've got in the squad just now I think this will just keep going I don't see Celtic dropping any points really from here on in? GVB? Uh, oh, very tough, of course, because um, you know we wanted to win this game. We started really well, but you know obviously when you when you lose this game, it's uh, it's a big disappointment. They went in with such high hopes. Two teams uh, fighting for the championship, and then when you lose against your direct opponent, you know uh, for the race, you make it more difficult. <clears throat> you know it's not over, but you know this result uh, makes it more difficult for us. Barry trying to leave in the positive uh, Rangers have got Braga it might not be over yet and let's hope that the idiot who threw the bottle or bottles or whatever um, that, that the people who know who they are yeah I'm sure Rangers will, yeah. will sort that out yeah. it's clear that they, they want to sort it out and they're not having any that type of nonsense but in terms of Gio you hear him he sounds down there mm. but no wonder you've lost against um, Celtic but the sign of a good team uh, is how they come back uh, and the best thing for these Rangers players is they've got a, a massive game on Thursday night and I fully expect them to come back to, to Ibrooks um, with, with a decent result. Simon, we'll see you uh, again next week and you expect it to be as is six points in it, Rangers to win this weekend at St Mirren. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think both will win. I think both Celtic and Rangers will win at the weekend, yeah. Yeah. Barry, before that we'll be thinking about Braga. We'll be back on Thursday night at uh, 7 till 10. Looking forward to it. Yeah, listen... Uh, of course um, quarterfinals what, yeah. what an opportunity for them to get into the semis Rob's here tomorrow night Kenny Miller and John Hartson at five The Go Radio Football Show with the Taxi Centre save on your new taxi with exclusive discounts across Skoda Toyota Ford Seat and more Let's go
Where do taxi drivers go when they need to buy a taxi? Well, the taxi centre have supplied cars to the trade for over 20 years, and they stock a huge range of motors from the world's leading manufacturers. Skoda, Kia, Toyota, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Hyundai, you name it. They've got saloons, MPVs, estates, minibuses, prestige cars, the lot, all under one roof, ready for immediate collection or free delivery anywhere on the mainland UK. With taxi trade exclusive discounts, flexible finance options and no hidden fees, They even throw in registration and 12 months road tax. So if you're a taxi driver who needs a new or used taxi, where would you go? TheTaxiCentre.com. Trade only.